Hello, everyone. Welcome to the One Flesh Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. One Flesh Podcast is all about marriage, the essential union between man and woman. My goal is to help young men find a girlfriend and help them get married. I help them build a marriage worth having. Uh, it goes hand in hand with the Purpose Podcast, which airs on Sundays, where we help men find and fulfill their purpose. Uh, today, you got a little solo episode for you guys. I promise we'll get some guests on soon. Got some good guests uh, scheduled. Um, but today, uh, I'm going to give you. Of course, a baby update because everybody needs baby updates weekly. That's what Jonah said. Um, so, give you a little bit of a baby update. Uh, spoiler alert, not much, but a baby update. And then today, I think I want to talk about my life got exponentially busier over the past probably three weeks. Uh, over the past three weeks, my life, uh, the, the amount of things to do in my day, in my 24 hours, uh, skyrocketed. I mean, the amount of time that I spend actually doing something seven days a week, uh, kind of skyrocketed. I've always been pretty busy, but it got even busier. So I'm going to walk through just a couple tips that I've found that help when you're going to go through a season like this, people do go through seasons like this. And I believe that your family and your wife should be a priority, uh, throughout all of that. I believe that if you're going to be this busy, you should be this busy for your family and your wife. Um, that's who you should be doing it for. And of course the Lord, but, um, that's who you should be doing it for. That's my purpose. My purpose is to be uh, a good husband, a good father, and a good leader to those around me. So um, I try to structure everything that I do uh, through that lens of purpose. So, uh, but when you get busy, uh, that means that you may have to take a little bit of time away from the Netflix, um, away from the the hanging around and the cuddling, and you may have to go get after it, and you may have to grind, and those seasons happen. Uh, it can cause tension in in uh it can cause tension in couples, especially when you're too you know dealing it's not that she's not busy she is busy uh taking care of of all the household things she's getting ready for the baby doing all the baby registry the nursery the uh the baby shower stuff like that and um I don't say that in a derogatory form i mean she's very busy taking care of the house the household uh needs to be taken care of it's essential that it gets taken care of it's um, the base of a family. And uh, there's a lot to do, especially when I don't have much time to do the dishes, sweep the floors, things like that. She has a lot to do uh, to keep a good household running so that we keep a tidy house when baby gets here so that we have a tidy house to live in uh, and to free stuff off of my plate so that I can go and uh, provide for our family. So we're both pretty busy, but it's hard when uh, those two things aren't in alignment, you know? Uh, it's going to be a little bit not easier, but it's it's different when let's say we're both really busy because of the baby, because at least we're we're fighting the same fight together. Uh, I hope that makes sense. We're we're partners in fighting that fight right now. Our uh, <laughs> our missions, um, our purposes are you know close to the same uh, to to support this family that we've got going, but uh, our missions are very very different. Um, she's getting ready for the baby, like I said, household stuff. Um, I'm out there grinding, making money. I'm trying to lose as much weight as I can before the baby gets here. Um, I've got a bunch of other projects going on, the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. Um, my new job, all of those things. So uh, my point with that is there's very opportunities for us to work together on those things. And so it gets difficult. They can build, uh, resentment can be built. Uh, they can get very frustrated with the things that you're doing they can get frustrated with just you in general because they feel like they're not getting enough of your time, um, which is all all fair. Uh, and I'm going to share a few tips on how I've 
found to, I'm going to share a few tips that I've found to help mitigate that. So um, number one is warning them well in advance. Uh, I kind of was able to warn DLM well in advance saying, hey, this is going to be a busy season or hey, when I get this thing started, I'm going to be very, very busy. Uh, in some aspects, I failed on that. You know, there's uh, some of my uh, physical stuff, this decision to lose a bunch of weight before the baby gets here that came a little late. I didn't think I was going to make as big of a push uh, right now as what I'm making. And so <clears throat> that came a little bit late, but I still warned her with other things. And I mean, I'm going to get busy. I'm going to have to reorganize my time pretty soon. Uh, but I'm warning her with those things that are going to happen, you know, when baby gets here and I'm the only one providing for us, uh, probably going to have a couple of different sources of income. And so I've warned her, look, I will do everything that I can to help baby. Um, I get 20 days off of my regular job, so I'm not too worried about it. Um, I'll help you, you know, immediately postpartum. I can extend some of that out. I can work from home. I can work a couple days a week at the office, whatever I need to do. Uh, maybe take some of those PTA day, PTO days and extend some of those out and be a little bit more available. But after that, um, you're going to have to be prepared to, you know, not see me around just a whole lot uh, while I'm getting some stuff off the ground to build some income. So warn them early. Warn them early if you can. Uh, this is kind of you know, if you've been married to an accountant for a while, you probably know that there's a busy season, but let's say you're just newly married and uh, you're an accountant and she's never really seen you uh, hustle during tax season, then you might want to start now buying flowers in preparation for March and April <laughs> or whatever it is uh, in preparation for tax season. You might want to warn them. Um, might want to warn them. Let's see. Uh, oh, Number two, I'm going to try to go pretty quick on this. I don't really feel well, and I've got the uh, runny nose and um, sneezing. But uh, let's see, explain why. Oh, yeah, explain why. How does it benefit the family? Okay, you, you better have a good reason why you're taking so much time from your family. If you're an accountant, um, there's a good reason in there. You say, hey, look, uh, this is literally the only time. It's not, it's not the only time accountants matter, but for a lot of people, it is. For a lot of people, they don't go to the accountant until their taxes are done. Say, look, this is the only three months that, that we matter in these people's lives. Uh, we have to make this three months the best months of service, and then they'll come back the next three months. This three months pays the bills for the next nine months, okay? Whatever that looks like. You know, for me, again, it's like, look, we're going to lose your salary, your your pay when baby comes and you're at home full time. So I've got to do things and set things in place to help cover some of that and to grind and, and do some of those things. I've got to be able to save money um the the weight loss look i don't want to gain everybody it's it's so annoying everybody keeps telling me oh well you know the guy gains sympathy weight for the pregnancy it's the horm it's not the hormones it's the fact that everybody it may be some of the hormones i don't know maybe they, maybe you get some sympathy hormones but uh that still doesn't change your <laughs> doesn't change your eating habits so um it might it might make you more hungry maybe we let's just blame it on the hormones okay but it's not going to happen to me. Everybody keeps everybody keeps saying, oh, yeah, just expect to gain 10 to 15 pounds along with her. No, I'm not doing that. Um, I'm going to lose I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose 40 pounds before March. So um, that's what's going to happen. But anyway, uh, just tell them how, you know, how it benefits them. Look, I'm going to be healthy. Hopefully what that means is that if I get down to my goal weight, you know, 220, 225 uh, before baby gets there, 
that means that maybe I can go into maintenance mode and not have to work out twice a day. <laughs> maybe I, instead of working out twice a day, I can help with baby for a month or so, go work out once a day or three times a week or something just to keep myself in maintenance mode. Uh, that's fine, okay? Um, I've been a big proponent of no days off. Uh, I'm still going to do like a walk or something like that. Uh, I don't think you should take days off. I think you should have discipline, but it's going to be a whole lot less than me, you know, lifting once in the morning and then rucking in the afternoon. Uh, it's going to be a walk or a stretching session or whatever I need to do to get out of the house and to get some blood moving while baby's here. And there may be one or two days that I have to take care of baby. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, so explain why, explain how it's going to help them, how it's going to benefit the family. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, give a defined end period and hold to it. Let's see, I'm going to see if I can uh, pause this. Okay. Can't pause the recording. That sucks. Um, so give a defined end period and hold to it. So what I mean by that is give a defined end period and hold to it. <laughs> Tell them when this is going to end, when this season is going to end, you know, for my, for my fitness stuff, I'm telling her, look, once baby gets here, this big fitness push that I'm making right now, it's going to stop, uh, not stop, but I'm going to be doing a lot less. Uh, tell them what that end looks like. Don't just say, Hey, uh, for my new job, I'm going to be working 12 hour days. And she says, well, when is that going to end? I don't know. Um, try to give her a day and try to hold to it. You know, if it's your boss, maybe you don't know, but you need to be pushing your boss for an answer. Uh, you know, don't, don't, don't leave that on your wife just to wonder when that stuff's going to end. If your boss says, Hey, you're going to be working 12 hour shifts. You say till when, and if he says, I don't know, until we get this stuff done, then maybe you tell your wife till we get this stuff done. And you tell her how far you're along getting it done. And you push your boss for answers. If you get the stuff done and he still doesn't take you off 12 hour shifts, then you throw a fit. Uh, because you promised your wife that you would be done with the 12 hour shifts when the stuff got done. Um, be very deliberate about what you tell your wife uh, and and make sure that you're keeping her her thoughts and opinions into account. You're keeping her feelings into account. If you make a promise that it's going to have this end time, stick to it uh, and give them an end time. I don't care what it is, but tell them when it's going to stop. You know, if again, if the 12 hour shifts, if, if it's good for overtime, tell them maybe it's not going to stop. Maybe you're just going to work this forever uh, because it's good for overtime, in which case. So let me let me put it this way. I said, give a defined end and hold to it. Uh, give a defined period of time. So uh, a defined period of time. If that defined period of time is retirement, then I guess that is what it is. Uh, but that, that would be more like a new normal. I'm talking when things are abnormal. So you can you can change into a new normal. I'm talking about when it's like abnormally busy. So I still think they give a defined, a defined end period is kind of applicable. This, this is like if a turnaround at a plant or something like that. Uh, this is not your boss saying, hey, you're moving to this position and they work 12-hour shifts. Or, hey, you're moving to nights and they work nights, whatever. Like that's, That may be a new normal, um, reorganizing your life a little bit. Uh, I'm talking about these spurts of, of busyness baseball season for your kids or something like that. Give them a defined end period and stick to it. Um, involve them where you can. So what do I mean by that? I mean that if, you know, like me, I ruck a lot. Uh, I ruck for an hour and 15 minutes. And sometimes Ellen, because of the pregnancy, she can't keep up um, her breath. She gets out of breath a little too easy. Um, for me, the 
everybody asks me why I don't walk my dog when I'm when I'm rucking. It's because I'm I'm rucking. I'm I'm going hard, uh, really trying to burn as many calories as I can, get the the most amount of distance I can in that time frame. Uh, same reason that I don't always take Yellen with me because she gets out of breath and I have to wait on her and I feel bad leaving her. But if there's a day where she feels good, maybe I want to take it a little bit easier, do a little bit slower of a walk. I involve her in the busy stuff that I'm doing. Um, if it's whatever it might be, if I've got to go and let's say I've got to go run and do something for a business reason and I've got to go down to Lubbock for that. Uh, if I can take her, I'm going to take her. That's that's what I'm trying to say here is whatever you're busy in, involve them when you can. Make that time uh, make that time a dual use. Two birds, one stone is what I'm trying to say. Um, let's see. This this is kind of the same thing, uh, but it's uh, make everything a date. So what you're going to do is everything that you can, make it a date. Make it have some sort of level of intimacy if you're with them. Uh, Dylan and I do this with the grocery store. I go, I buy the groceries, so I've got to go. Um, she is typically not busy at least one day of the week. Um, or I say not busy. She's got availability at least one day of the week. So when I go buy groceries, typically we'll go grab a bite to eat and we'll go buy groceries and it's a date for us. We walk through the grocery store. We make jokes. We talk about what we're going to eat. Uh, it's, it's a date. It's still something that has to be done. So when I say make everything a date, I mean, Date night doesn't always have to be dinner and a movie. It's good to be that intentional with it. You should do something that you both enjoy. Date night isn't going to the dentist, but it could be. Uh, maybe before the dentist or after the dentist, you go on a, on a decent lunch and you have a fun date. Make it, make it somewhat intimate. Uh, if, you know, <laughs> make dinner. If you're going to eat dinner together, make it a date. And I'm not saying you have to light the candles and you have to do all that stuff. Just be intentional about it and make sure that you know that this is this is date time because you have very little time for date time. This is date time. And it should be a set. It should be a set thing. I'm a big fan of the grocery shopping uh, date time because it's a set thing for me. I have to go do it every week. I have to go do it for every week. Sometimes we miss, uh, but I still have to go do it by myself. Uh, so it's very good to use that as our planned date time uh, because it has to be done every single week. Dinner and a movie doesn't have to be done every single week. Grocery shopping has to be done every single week. And we can grab a bite to eat on the way to grocery shop. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just go grocery shopping. Uh, and it's fun. And so that's what we're going to do. Uh, make everything a date. Everything that you possibly can, make it a date. Um, let's see. And I'm going to wrap up this episode quick. I guess I'll give you a, a baby update. Um, let's see. Uh, let them know what they can do to help. So this was something that really, um, it really kind of, I guess, helped me, uh, you could say. Um, but it, it, what it did is it involved deal and it gave her a little bit of ownership over why I'm so busy and gave her a little bit of involvement in my busy life. So it didn't feel like I was, I was leaving her to be busy or like I was, uh, forsaking her to be busy it felt her, it made her feel like she was busy with me. And you know, when I talked about earlier of like, if your missions are a little bit different, it's tough. Uh, this is make the mission as, as similar as you can. So let them know what they can do to help. So for me, uh, weird thing, I'm not going to talk about it, but, uh, the, the gym that I was going to, I ended up not being able to go to this gym anymore. They, they screwed me on a, 
on a payment deal and I told them like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna back pay you a couple hundred dollars because you forgot to bill me. That's, I'm just not gonna do that. So uh, we have a free gym at my work and it is, uh, it's it's actually pretty nice. Uh, it's got everything I need. It's got nothing I don't need. Um, it, you know, it's got some stuff I wished it had. It doesn't have a free barbell, but basically it's everything that you can find in a Planet Fitness. Uh, except a pec deck. I don't think it has a pec deck, but it does have a cable machine that you can do flies on. So, um, yeah, it's it's a good gym. Uh, and the, the equipment is new. It's barely used. Every time I go up there, I'm alone. Uh, they've got nice showers. They've got a nice locker room. And so I use that gym, and it's free, and I like it. Uh, I actually really enjoy using that gym. But the problem is I don't want to go all the way up to work in the morning uh, you know, get up at four o'clock in the morning, go all the way up to work in the morning, and then spend 30 minutes driving back and forth just to shower and change. I don't want to do that. So I shower and I change up there at work. I take my workout stuff in, I uh, work out, I go back out to my uh, shower and change, go back out to my truck, grab my work stuff, go back up to my queue. That's what I do. The problem with that, <laughs> the problem with that is I dress decent at work. I wear starch jeans, I wear a nice shirt. So I have to have a bag every single time that I go. Um, and so that's at least 15 minutes of work, 15 to 20 minutes of work. And when your evening is absolutely slam packed, that's a lot of time. 15 to 20 minutes in a slam packed evening is a lot of time. So what I told the Ellen is I said, Hey, you can help me by packing that bag. Like I really, that would really help me a lot. If you would take that bag, unpack it with, with the dirty stuff and then, uh, pack it with the, the work clothes that I need to wear the next day switch out the shoes, all of that stuff. If you could make that bag ready for me, that would help me a lot. And what it does is, again, it makes her feel involved in my busy. Instead of me rushing around and packing my own bag uh, and ignoring her, she gets to pack the bag. I get 20 minutes back. She feels like she helped me in the busy. It's not It's not uh, in spite of her. It's because of her. She's helping me in the busy. Uh, and I get a, I get an extra hand. So let them know how they can help you and mean it mean it like, Hey, I really need your help with this. Don't overuse it because you're the one that has to do these things. Like I'm not going to tell Dylan, Oh, you know, I need you to do my business stuff and this and that. I'm going to ask for help when I need it, but give them something that they can do to really feel like they're helping you. Because a lot of that is they might feel a little bit helpless too. They might feel like you're taking time away from them and they're, and they're helpless and that they can't, number one, they can't help you solve that issue. Uh, and they can't do anything about it. So you're taking time away from them. They can't do anything about it and they can't gain it back. Well, if you give them something to do, they can. Uh, you know, another one is cooking dinner. Uh, Dylan doesn't cook and Dylan does not cook. Uh, it's not that I don't think she, I don't think she'll be a bad cook. Like when we actually get her cooking, I don't think she'll be a bad cook. Uh, she just never has had to actually cook because I do it. Uh, and I'm relatively good at it and I've always been available to do it. I've always had a better work schedule. So I cook. Uh, but now that's tough. So uh, like tonight, Dylan's going to cook her own meal. And actually the meal that she's going to cook herself doesn't really fit in my macros. So I'm going to eat some leftovers. But uh, just even cooking for herself, it's like, hey, that's what you can really do to help me. I'm super busy. You can cook for yourself. You can cook for me when it allows. Uh, and that's what I really, really need from you. Uh, it works. I'm telling you, it works. She feels involved in what I'm doing. She is involved in what I'm doing. I mean, she's already doing laundry, all of these things that I need to keep going. Um, but I'm giving her extra things to feel like she's helping me 
in this busy season of life. Um, let's see. I think that's I think that's kind of all I've got. You know, the last little note is just to be intentional when you are spending time with one another. Uh, make sure that you let them know, hey, I want to spend time with you here, and you you own up to that. Uh, and then the other thing is understanding where your priorities are. Understanding where your priorities are. You know, su- Saturday was the Texas OU game, and I've always I always like watching the Texas OU game. Didn't really like watching this one because uh, Texas lost, but uh, it was the Texas OU game, and I knew you know DLN wasn't that busy, but uh, I wanted to watch the Texas OU game. I I don't really plan on watching many Texas games from here on out because I am so busy. That was the one where I was like, okay, I'm gonna have my buddies over. Uh, yelling, don't talk to me. <laughs> like, don't ask me about baby stuff for three hours. Uh, that failed, but don't, don't, this is, this is football time. This is buddy time. But now on Saturdays, if I've got a free minute on Saturdays, I may have the football, I may have the TV on, but it, I'm going to intentionally try to spend time with her. Be intentional about it. Um, make sure that they know that, that you want to spend time with them. And when you get a free minute, spend time with them and understand, you know, where your priorities lie. If you're super busy during the week and all you want to do is sit down and watch football uh, when you get home, that's rather pathetic. You should spend that time with your wife. If you're not giving your wife any time during the week uh, and on Saturday you say, get away from me, woman, I just want to relax and watch football, that's pretty pathetic. You should spend time with your wife. Um, So, and again, I don't care if it's, what is it called, parallel play or whatever, um, where she's doing something on the couch and you're watching football. Um, you know, every couple is different. So she may not mind you watching football on a Saturday. She may want to do her own, her own things on a Saturday. Maybe she's super busy during the week uh, and she wants to do her own things on a Saturday. Try to do it parallel. Try to make sure you're spending time with her. But if your wife already wants more attention and uh, is upset with you being busy and you choose football over spending time with her, uh, shame, shame on you. But uh, let's go into a uh, baby update. This is going to be a real quick episode because I don't feel very good. but. Uh, let's go into a real quick baby update. Baby update. Uh, she's doing fine. She just went to like a, a, I don't know that it's a hand-me-down store, but like a, some store thing, big expo at the Civic Center where they're doing baby stuff. Um, she's having a good time shopping the baby stuff, playing the baby shower, all of that. Uh, we're doing great. We got paint picked out, which, um, really just makes me sick. Makes me want to throw up at the thought of painting anything right now because I am so busy. But, um. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. So, uh, yeah, everything's going well. Nursery's coming together. The registry is out. Um, I don't really want to, I don't know. It, it would feel weird posting it on like the podcast, uh, the, the podcast Instagram. That would feel kind of odd, but uh, I've had people ask me for it. So if you want the registry, I'll send it to you. Um, we, we need not for much. Um, we don't really need much. Uh, I mean, we don't have really anything to have a baby cause we don't have a baby, but uh, we're not in just a super big financial need for for a lot of those things. So, uh, if you want to buy them some cute clothes or something like that, uh, if you'd like to do that and and shower the baby, just let me know. I'll send you the link. Uh, but I'm not just going to post it. That's that's a little odd. Um, so, anyway, guys, I appreciate you joining in on this one. Uh, tune into the Purpose Podcast on Sundays, where we help men find and fulfill their purpose. Tune into the One Flesh Podcast on Wednesdays, where we talk about marriage. And I appreciate you guys. Thanks.